Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Hey, Joshua. Can you say... Josh Widdicombe. Oh. Okay. Go on then. Josh Widdicombe. I said Josh Widdicombe. Yeah. Uh-oh. Can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, my love. Oh, that was there a nice we go. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, who was that? That was Hi, Rob and Josh. Love, capital letters, the podcast. I've been listening to it continuously as I only discovered it a month ago thanks to the Catherine Ryan podcast. Here's my two... Blimey, working from the start, right? Here's my two-year-old son, Joshua, saying your names. He was born... Oh, no, no, I think it was from her, Catherine Ryan's own podcast. Oh, She sorry. rung me the other day for parenting advice about something, but she rung me and I didn't uh, realise I was on the phone, so I was just letting loose like you normally do before you see the little red dot of recording. I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, Catherine, you have to take that out, wouldn't you? But um, I think that's what she's referring to. Catherine Ryan's great oh, podcast. Right. Uh, here's my two-year-old son, Joshua, saying your names. He was born six and a half weeks early, which was very scary. But with the help mm. and care of NHS... We all got through it together. He was eating raisins at the time. I presume they mean while doing the recording, not while he was being born. He was eating oh raisins no at wondering. the time. Jesus Christ. How early was he? They've, he didn't even come out in grape form. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them wasn't in it to his liking, in case you're wondering why he said yuck. Take care, Laura. There we go. I do find raisins are a real mixed bag of a, of a snack. Strawberries as well, out of season strawberries, bitter bastards. Yeah, and they're all red. They're all red like they're fucking juicy, and they're not. Growing up on Dartmoor, Rob, we just used to pick wild strawberries. Oh, you're you little feral child, aren't you? <laughs> little feral, little dirty, dirty knees. But you still got dirty knees. You can't clean it off. I mean, so running around in shorts well, in winter. Do I dirty knees? Do I come across as the kind of child that went outside? You come across as a dirty knee boy. Do I? Yeah, little. My that's mum always the, thinks she looks the... scruffy and dirty. We've spoke about this because yeah, you're shoes. About this. 
Yeah, because yeah. my shoes. I've never had dirty knees in my life. I like that, Josh. Do you know what he needs? Do you know what he needs? A good wash. That's the kind of thing she'd say. Um, do you know what? Never had dirty knees, except obviously when I fell over jogging about two months ago. Yeah, that, yeah knees. scuffed knees. Poor, yeah. poor Josh. How are you, Josh? I'm all right. Um, I mean, we've done so many recordings of this this week, Rob, that I don't actually see it feel like I've seen my kids. Do you know what? I feel like you've done Last Leg as well last night. Yeah, we're, I did. This, yeah. is the, this is our Tuesday episode, but we're having to record it on Saturday morning um, yeah. due to work commitments next week. And you've just woken up and I've been awake for nearly six hours. So I've, I'm flying. So I, I got back at 1. 1 a.m.? 1 a.m. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the problem is... Oh, actually, I got back at half 12, I think, because I was particularly tired. The problem is... I can't sleep straight away after the last night. No, leg, so. you, you have a lonely pint and watch Blur documentaries. We know this. Well, last night I had a, I tried to have a glass of red wine, but I was just too tired. I thought, <laughs> what's this doing? What's the point? <laughs> Did you watch anything or go straight to bed? Um, well, I stayed at the BBC and we had... Um, I tried to have a chat, but I just didn't have anything to offer. I've got nothing to say to people. No. You've been there all week sorting out that show. Last thing you need to do oh, is talk to them about the show again. Talk to them about the bloody show. I hate watching the show back and talking about the show. I know people involved in it like it. That's why I like live stuff, podcasts and live stand up and live TV. Because done. See you later. Slap you on the ass. I'm off home. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with the BBC, isn't it? Slap you on the ass. They have tried to <laughs> eradicate that from the building, but it's something still goes on. Trousers down. Slap me on the ass. See you next week. <laughs> Um, but um, you, you're a bit tired. Yeah, Josh. got to bed at one. No, then no. All right. So we've had a bit of a break. Oh no, I don't want. I don't want to say that, Rob. What? Because you had a breakthrough. You had a breakthrough. Yeah. Go on, talk about the breakthrough. So I told you last week about him listening to uh, kind of musicalized nursery rhymes, like little yes. musical nursery rhymes on Spotify. Yeah, it is like absolute. It's like giving him a Valium. It knocks him out, Rob. Really? So. He goes back out now. You know he was waking up at five to yeah. feed and then not going back to sleep. Yep. Pop on a nursery rhyme. He's going back down till 20 past six this morning, Rob. <laughs> 20 past fucking six. So what am I, a fucking student? Getting up at 20 past six? <laughs> you big lazy layabout, bloody yeah. hell. <laughs> you big swampy over it. Yeah. No wonder I've got dirty knees. Never out of bed. I've got there's not there's not like an ethical earth campaigner that you could take the piss out of now like Swampy was allowed no, to you can't say Greta Thunberg because she's quite no. she's got up and about and quite clean looking, yeah exactly she? she's, if anything she's got a lot of up get up and go hasn't she you but, can like... shove your climate change up your ass <laughs> you can <laughs> you can shove your climate change up your ass um, I love that that was fun wasn't it See, do you know what my son would probably go to sleep if he heard that I would love that get Greta in for a live performance does she do PAs she's got her own money somehow yeah the only problem is you book her but it takes her six months to get her because she sails <laughs> <laughs> so you got up at half six so your breakthrough is that your child wakes up at 6.20 now yeah it's, it's insane Can I, I don't I don't think that's as great as you think it is I think it is Rob okay alright that's fine then if that's <laughs> what you think because in my head... There's, there's people without children listening to this, Josh. And you sound mad. <laughs> That's why they're you listening. You sound insane. <laughs> you're, you're buzzing off getting up at 6.20am. After already being woken up at 5. But, yeah, exactly. So I then... All right. I got up at 6.20. Yep. I, so I, I said to Rose, I'll go back to bed. Because she's been up since 5. She got up feeding at 5. I said, yep. I said I'll do um, 45 minutes. 
let you have a bit of a lie in, and then I'll go back to bed until the podcast. Okay. So I did that. Also, another huge breakthrough, Rob. Go on. And this is, this is quite emotional, Rob. All right. We've got to the point now. It's just child two. Yeah. We've got to the point where we're losing items. They're no longer being needed. We're retiring items forever. Oh, okay. I get. So what's gone? The bounce chair, the little bounce chair you put them in. R.I.P. So what have you got? So you're ruling out a third completely. Yeah, I am, mate. Oh, I'll have to buy another bounce chair. That's good. That's going to be the real low moment, isn't it? That you're celebrating the retirement. The problem is, Rose is publicly, and I, I think she is ruling out a third. But she is being publicly resistant. like what? what she's like well, to me. To me, FTSE one hundred combo. <laughs> She's taken it to the board and she spoke to the shareholders and she's ruling it out. I'm worried there's a rogue trader going on here, Rob. Um, but, um, I think there could be. She, she's resistant to getting rid of the bounce chair. I said, shall we just put it on the street now? Let's just fucking do it. Oh, <laughs> so you, you want to like fully get rid, give it away to someone, take it to a charity shop. Let's get it out of the kitchen, put it on the street. Someone will want it. Just like as a morale boost. Like, look, we've got rid of the bounce chair. Things are moving forward. But exactly. she's resistant to the bounce chair. She's, I mean... She said she wasn't emotionally ready to get rid of the bounce chair. What this the fuck flag. does that oh, mean, Rob? What that does means, that mean? That, I'll what tell you what that... that fucking means, mate. You're having a third and there's no, nothing you can do not. about it. Yes, <laughs> it does, mate. She don't want to retire the bounce chair. It's the first sign. It's a red flag. There's no fucking way. She's too emotionally attached to a bounce chair. Josh, you know what it means. You don't need me to tell you. You know what it means. <laughs> well, I'll update you next week. I'm going to push to get this, rid of this bounce chair because I need it. It's a symbol. It's a symbol of my freedom. But why is she too emotionally attached to a bounce chair? I understand clothes. There's little baby clothes that Lou doesn't want to get rid of. I get that. Bounce chair. And also, we know Rose. She loves to trade furniture. She needs space. She needs knick-knack room. But that's being taken by bounce chair. And she hates clutter. She so hates why clutter. She, why does she want to keep the bounce chair? No, she likes ordered clutter. Yeah, she, she likes knick-knack clutter. Yeah, not but she does not like bounce chair. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, and I agree. But I'm just saying, why? If you don't need it and you're not having any more kids, why keep it? Right, Rob. Well, let, let's. I can. I can feel you're angry because of your dog. And you're trying, <laughs> I'm, you're angry. I'm not angry, mate. I'm not angry. I'm happy now. <laughs> I'm, don't you dare accuse me of being angry. How can, how can someone be angry when they've seen you know the sunset and rise in one day without sleeping? How can? <laughs> Someone that's taken him the beauty of the earth. Like, you say, oh yeah, I've seen the stars in the middle of the night whilst picking up shit. I, I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm enjoying life. I'm taking it all on my chin. Can I ask you a question? Do you yes. need a bounce chair for your dog? Because, <laughs> I've got... um, so anyway, I got up. I got up. Yeah. Did the time. He's so he's gone into the high chair, which is just brilliant because, yep. um, I mean, you're going to enjoy this, but, um, Go on. you know, he won't be put down. Yeah, but nah. he wouldn't. Yeah, he just needs to be held, yep. He just needs to be held because he was teething, yeah. yeah. Um, my back went, Rob, holding a fucking baby. I screamed in pain. How big's the baby? Dude, it's a normal-sized baby, but it was it was the repetition yeah, but if of you're carrying losing the baby. Weight, but you're losing weight at the moment, you're exercising, yeah. and he's putting on weight. But Are you nearing each other's same weight? <laughs> he's, yeah, I'm in the bounce chair. <laughs> Rose is going, Josh is wasting away. I'll pop him in the bounce chair next time he gets anxious about a TV show. Um, so you, but your back went. So what, what, so what's, 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 what's the score? A, it's just quite painful. I think it feels like it's getting better. But Who's got a really bad back? Went. Have you got a back yeah. guy? It's not. Yeah, I have got a back guy. You've got a back guy? 
You have got an osteopath. He visits your house. No way. Yeah, he's great. Oh, mate, dear me, the back guy's deets. He's great. He visits your house. He talks to you about Tottenham, and then he does. Oh, he makes your no, back actually better. keep it to yourself. I don't want Tottenham around my. <laughs> I'd rather have a bad back. <laughs> Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, so then I went back to bed at eight <laughs> yep. this morning. Yeah. And um, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I really considered, because I'd enjoyed it so much. Everyone just have a quick shot if you're playing the yeah, Josh yeah, Whittacombe yeah, exactly. uh, drinking game. Because I've been really enjoying it. I toyed with putting the nursery rhymes on, because they are getting me off to sleep so well, Rob. So you're, oh, so now you're benefiting from the nursery rhymes. Yeah, it's so pleasant to have the nursery rhymes on at night. So you're starting to listen to it. Well, I didn't do it because I thought it's a bit weird. It's like something you'd hear about Michael Jackson. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but no, I think that's fine. To to as long as you're just not sleeping with a child actor next to you as you're as you're listening to it. <laughs> okay, yeah, do I, you know I, what I mean? invited round Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, Tom, Thomas Turgoose making <laughs> yeah. him dress up. In the, this is England outfit. Big, yeah. big bulky DMs on. Come on, Tom. Have a little lay down here with old Joshy. Joshy. <laughs> no, does. I didn't do that. No, but yeah. I did. I did feel it was weird. No, I think that's okay. Okay, good. That's fine. What's normal? I find weird when the kids go school and then like I realise Mr. Tumble's been on for an hour. You're like, what am I doing? <laughs> My daughter's got into some non-kids TV. So on Halloween, yeah, she wanted to watch a pumpkin being carved on TV, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we put on a thing on YouTube of a thing called Dave Hacks H A X, right? Dave Hacks, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he he's just uh, he's like a dweeb. But he does stuff like shows you the best ways to do things. Yeah. She's become fucking obsessed with Dave Hacks. Dave Hacks. So it'll be stuff like different ways of cutting an apple or trying these kitchen equipment or oh, really? how, how to build a little boat out of, um, you know, um, what are they called? Lolly sticks yeah. and stuff. Kitchen gadgets. Oh, with how to cut a hot dog. Yeah, watch like watch watch 30 seconds of Dave Hacks now, Rob. <laughs> okay, right. Good. And this is what my daughter is watching for two hours a day. Okay. Oh, he's a nice little nerd, isn't he? Yeah. He's very gentle, isn't he? Yeah, so she's obsessed with this. It's very kids' day. TV, though. He's got the little jingly-jangly yeah. music. I'm quite enjoying it. I've never seen a potato be undressed that quick. No, it's amazing. He's very good at what he does. If you want a potato pill, Dave Hacks your man. The other day we finished a packet of um, wet wipes, and uh, my daughter turned to me and she said, Dave Hacks wouldn't throw that away. He'd use that for something. 
Would he? Okay. She does like Dave Hack. She's obsessed with like, yeah, she loves Dave Hack. No, no. They're watching, they're, the most adult thing they like is sort of Simpsons. Not really any sort of YouTube. They're watching that weird Ryan kid on YouTube. I don't even know how they're accessing it. They've just got their like Amazon Fire tablet things, which I, I hate. I can't work them. I prefer them to have Apple, but they're cheaper and they keep breaking them. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's that funny. Just, just, I hate them, but they are cheaper. So, <laughs> yeah, I hate uh, them. I can't work them, but they're cheaper. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to give Dave. I'll see if my kids are Dave hacks. We'll try and get him on. I mean, it's a very weird thing. I think I think she might be quite an eccentric child. If she's get if she stays into Dave hacks when she gets to school, it's going to cause all. He's kinds got six of million YouTube followers. He's doing well. Yeah, he's a millionaire. Rob. He's a millionaire, Dave hacks. I watched this morning at half six with her. I watched a video about how to make a white chocolate milk bottle. Oh really? A white? Do you know what I bought um, my daughter the other day from the the gym cafe? She wanted a strawberry milkshake. I didn't realise I brought her a super boost protein shake. Oh my! She's going to be absolutely hench by next week. She's absolutely ripped. (laughs) Absolutely, I'll do my back out and picking her up next week. (laughs) Just picking up a little strong, world's strongest woman. How's your week been, Rob? Um, Yeah, do you know what? It's got a lot better with a dog. It is. Oh, hard. A, um, a few things. That basically, the shift pattern we're on at the moment, Josh, right? It's got better. Last night was really good. Yeah. But essentially, we put the dog in his little crate at about 11. Now, he doesn't cry going in. He used to whimper a little bit, oh, doesn't cry till it goes in. And then um, at the start of the week, he was waking up every hour and a half, two hours crying. I took him out for a wee, did a wee, went back, he went to sleep. Two hours later, and I was doing the night time. So I was getting up at about 1 a.m., 3 a.m., and about 5 a.m. And then Lou would get up about half five for the day oh with God. the kids and the dog, right? I did that for Does three nights. nursery rhymes. I know. I did that for three nights. On the fourth night, I had a, almost a severe mental breakdown, and Lou had to do an intervention oh, and send mate. me to bed. Oh, and then now I'm doing the mornings and Lou's doing the night. But last night, the dog. Um, didn't even wake up. Well, didn't even wake up. I well, woke up once at three a.m. for a wee, and that was it. And then he woke up when the kids woke up in the morning, and that's only so after. How do you train two... them through the night? Just they, they will just get better. Uh, basically, their bladder gets bigger. They literally can't hold the wee, right, so they can okay, hold the wee. Okay. To, to, they won't ever want to wee in their crate because it's where they sleep and they like. It, it, they don't want to be. They're not dirty yeah, like that. So they'll be. Do they whine? Yes, yeah, so they like, whine. Going, I can't hold. Do it, an I can't impression hold of it. what we're hearing. What's that? Do an impression of what you're waking up to. What sound? <laughs> Blimey, that's, that's pretty, pretty good, good, isn't it? That I'm like the geezer out of police academy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's good, right? So that's fine. But um, and and now I'm sort of doing the mornings. We're, we're shifting up, so actually it's not as bad as it was. Lou actually told me off after listening to the last <gasps> week's episode for slagging off oh, the no. dog and making people think that we can't cope with the dog. And oh I was like, God. are you aware that I've slagged off our kids for two years on this podcast? <laughs> But the dog's the line, apparently. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But I've not, I've spoken about the dog the same way I've spoken about The dog's never going to listen to this when it's grown up and need therapy. Well, we never know. Do you know what I mean? We don't know what technology we'll be able to do in the future, Josh. Yes. <laughs> you know, we can't, we, can't, we can't say that for certain. In the metaverse, old Freddie will be going, he'll be in therapy, he'll be in dog therapy, talking about the time that his dad slagged him off. Um, <laughs> one thing annoying about the dog, Josh, because I want to do loads of Instagrams yep. of other people because you've heard enough from us okay. the last couple of weeks. I've worked out the Whippet. Yeah. Classically a working class northern dog. Yeah. In South London, in certain parts, yeah. it's a hipster dog. So now oh, dear, I'm having Rob. fucking hipsters come up to me saying like, cool dog, yeah, and I want to kill them. Oh, oh no, Rob. And I, I actually... <laughs> There's always a space for you in Hackney, mate. 
if you want to come and see us all in Hackney. I would have met my mates in a pub in Lewisham, right? And we're a little yeah. bit half hipster, half not, my mates, to be fair, because yeah, we're from yeah. South London. And then we were quite excited when this it got a bit gentrified and the new stuff come in. But then it got to the point where even when I was on the telly, I couldn't afford a flat in New Cross or Broccoli and I had to move out. No, you can't even afford an iPad. No, exactly. So I went to this pub in Lewisham and a whippet came in with its owners. Lovely couple, hipstery couple, absolutely fine. They'll come in with a coat on, even though it was indoors, like a jumper. And also, you know them little sort of lamb rugs? Yeah. That you get from Ikea? Those little, not actually lamb, they're fake fur, but look like big furry white polar bear type rug things. Right, right, A little one of them from Ikea put on the floor of the pub for the dog to lie on. Oh, my word. And I like my dog, right? But I'm not a dog... Some people treat the dog like a child. I'm very much... I treat this dog a bit like a pissed up stag on a stag do. Yeah, yeah. And I come down yeah. and say, like, you're right, mate, do you need a piss or what? That's my attitude. Not, oh, my little baby. Yeah, I want a dog. He runs fast, take him for a walk. I can get pissed with him and I don't feel like I'm alone. That's what I want a dog for. Yep. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think that's fair. So, but these people treat this dog like a baby. And then I was chatting about a dog and I was pissed. And I was like, yeah, they're nice little dogs, aren't they? I went, and then I was off and I went, yeah, they, and I couldn't speak. You know, you're a bit pissed you can't speak properly. I went, yeah, they run, they run about 30 miles per hour. Right? And it was like looking at me funny. I went, yeah, because they're like half cat, half dog, aren't they? They don't do much. And they looked at me with actual disgust. But that's just because I think it's their sort of special yeah, little dog. But I'm a bit annoyed. Are you... Are you getting a whippet? Is that going to adversely affect the reputation of whippets? Look, I've got a feeling whips, whip, whipsters. 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 That's what they'll call them. They'll be called whipsters. You're a whipster, mate. Oh, shit. I'm a, well, look, let, I think let it Lou be. Lou is more of a whipster than you are, Rob. Lou's more of a whipster than me. I'm just there by proxy. What I'm saying here is when they take off as dog, I don't want to be accused of starting the whipster, hipster, whippet trend. Yeah, right? yeah. Sure, yeah. I brought back the bucket hat. I'm not bringing back the whippet. Right? I'm doing it yeah. on my own accord and don't don't drag me down with the hipsters. No, okay? that's I, all, that's I all I'm saying. That, I think it's two separate areas of whippet. I'm going to keep my eyes out for whipsters in Hackney because obviously you'd think... Yes. Um, you'd think this was an absolute haven of whipsters. There are, look, trust me, once you see them, hipsters with whippets, there's whipsters all over the gaff. Do you know any, what? Any whipster photos, please send them in my um, friend, if you see any whipsters. My friend Magali, she's a whipster. She is the aunt of the sexy skateboarder. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, Magali, yeah, and the sexy skateboarder. Yeah, it all, it's all falling into place. Yeah. But I just don't think you should take a rug to a pub for a dog. No, I don't think so. Well, whippets, in their defence, are skinny and do need jumpers and sometimes coats because they've got really thin oh, fur and thin go. skin. This so they is Rob telling me that no. he's bought his dog a jumper. <laughs> I haven't, Luaz, oh, but, but they do he's get cold. I refuse, I refuse to put the jumper on the dog, but Lou sometimes does. How easy is it to put a jumper on a dog? Do they care? Do they button up or do you have to put it over the head like a child? It's all different combos. Some's got a bit of elastic on. Sometimes I just bite it off. Sometimes you lose a leg in and sometimes I whip out a leg. She's got like a roll neck jumper for this dog. Looks like a fucking fisherman. <laughs> Ridiculous. But anyway, there's keep your eye out for whipsters. But I'm yeah. a bit worried about being a whipster. But um, parenting wise, one thing that's annoying about the dog is the kids always want the dog on the lap. But their yeah. lap's a bit too small, so the dog oh. always comes and sits on my lap, and then they go. But I want doggy in my lap. I don't. I'm like, it's not. I can't. It's not a toy. I yeah. can't make the dog sit on a lap. Oh god, and then no. Yeah. What they start doing is they go, Dad, do you need to go somewhere? Do you need to get up so that I get up so that then the whippet then sits uh, on the yeah. next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't even call the dog by its name. I just call it the dog. <laughs> is that bad? Uh, well, you are using his name here, Freddy. It's not like with your kids. It's not like you've yeah, got... Yeah, no, I'm not trying to protect his identity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, look, I like the dog. 
Apart from if you're trying to bond with anything, if your main bonding time is 3am picking up its shit, it's a tough bonding session. Exactly. But I do love having the dog, but, and I yeah. really like the dog. I didn't but, like, some, Rob, until you said some that. Some people really love their dog, but I don't... I feel, I feel like I don't love the dog enough. But you'll get there. You'll get there. I love having the dog. But my mate... Like I felt guilty the other night. I was talking about why, like, like it's so nice we have a dog. They're so friendly. And you get home. We went to the pub, and on the when he got back, he sent a text to the, the WhatsApp group going, "Yeah, this is my dog, and look how lovely and like she is." And he was stroking her and sent a video of her stroking her. I was in bed, and I realised I didn't even say hello to the dog. I just went straight to bed. That's all right, Rob. It's a dog. Is that right? It's a dog. Also, think how cold a lot of whipsters are with their dogs. They're too cool to say they love their dogs. Do you yes, know what I mean? Exactly. And I'm around with the dog all day. It's too modern and ironic to, exactly. to love their dogs. So I love, I, love, I love spending time with the dog, but I don't, I still, I don't see it as like a dog. child. You're not, I'm in, not you're in like Ross Geller. I love, I love the dog, but I'm not in love with the dog yet. Yeah. But I think I'll get there. Good. Yeah? Yeah, Is that I fair? that's good. And I, I, I look forward to tracking your journey with the dog and your inevitable second and third dogs. <laughs> Do you love your cat? No. <laughs> Let's do some correspondence. <laughs> right, okay, let's do some... In- I've got some brilliant Instagram messages. Yeah, right, hit me with your Instagrams. I like hearing from the listeners. I've been blabbering on about this fucking dog too much. Okay, Josh, you remember the fast-forward um, name? You know, the name for the fast-forwarding? On Sky Plus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, lovely. lovely. What are we call it? You got any juice yeah. to fast forward up to speed? What do you call it in your house? Well, Rob, uh, oh, sorry, oh, no. just as an aside. Sorry, it's just reminded oh, me of something of how mm-hmm. little time I have in my evening. <laughs> so this is how little time we have to watch TV in the evening. Sorry. We're trying to watch a documentary about Suge Knight. Do you know Suge Knight of Death Row Records? Who, yes, the yeah. hip-hop producer yeah. that's now in prison. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? <laughs> We've done two nights, and we're only two-thirds of the way through it, Rob. It's an hour and a half. We don't have time to fucking fast-forward through adverts. We only get to sit down for half an hour a night before we're going to fucking bed, mate. But I spend too long trying to pick. Do you know what I watched this morning at 5am? What? Danny Dyer and Danny Dyer Celebrity Auction House, whatever it's called. Antiques Road Trip. Celebrity Antiques Road Trip. Road Trip, that's it. And they get a classic car, and it's Danny Dyer and Danny Dyer. Big Danny Dyer, little Danny Dyer. Yeah. Oh, Wow. How did, she's did like, you find that, or was it just on? Just, do you know it was? I just felt like such a sheep. I went to catch up on Sky Plus. It was the first thing they suggested. Oh, mate. Pathetic little robot boy. <laughs> little sheeple. Spoon-fed. Spoon-fed at the table. How did I'm they too do? tired and weak. I didn't even watch it. I started playing FIFA on my Switch. <laughs> I don't think we've got a word for uh, skipping adverts. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start implementing the best one that we hear on this podcast. Okay, I've got some options. Here we go. Hi, Rob and Josh and Mikey boy. Um, I had a message in a long-time listener and lover of the podcast, Zero Sprogs But One Dog. Just listen to the latest episode where Rob mentioned, have you got any juice? I'm 22, still living with my dad. His biggest issue in life is sitting through adverts. We say, is there any in the bag? Oh, that's nice. And if the answer is no, he will sit and repeatedly chant, 
dead time, dead time, dead time until I've changed the channel so the advert torture ends. Dead time, dead time, dead time. Wow. I, yeah, I think that's he's sort of like almost like going, you need to make sure that we start this later or yeah. get some juice in the bag. There's something in the bag. Um, thank you, this is from Amelia. Thank you so much for the amazing yeah. content that keep us going through lockdown. Till I tell all my childless friends to listen. Best form of contraception. Okay, that was Amelia. We've got another one here. The fast forward to thing. My mummy says... Uh, my sorry, my little girl says, "Mummy, can you do the magic?" Oh, do the magic's good, do the isn't magic. it? Yeah, should we do the magic? Should we do the magic? You can't say that to Rose at nine at night, Josh. No, it doesn't. Go not again, or maybe we've kept the bouncer. <laughs> I'd prefer to buy a new bouncer, Rob. I prefer just to buy a new bouncer, and for a year believe that I'm not going to need one. I cannot wait. Write this. I'm going to write this down. What time is no, November 13th, 2021? And then I'm going to find this and then reply it back to you when you buy that second bouncer for your fifth kid. <laughs> I remind you of the money you wasted. They're expensive, kids, mate. They're expensive. Mate, it's a joke. Um, here we go. Um, I was catching up. This, I was catching up with a pod in the van on my way to work, and I heard Rob and Lou use the term "juice" when you have to do some fast forwarding. The term me and my girlfriend use for some unknown reason is pausiness. Pausiness. Oh, oh I, I find that a bit cutesy for my taste. Have no idea where it came from, but we know exactly what the other is referring to when we say, "Babe, have you got any pausiness?" That must have been implemented in the early stages of their relationship. Yeah. Oh, I, pausiness. I can feel that. I couldn't deal with haughtiness. No. Um, do you want some more uh, Instagram messages? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, Josh. Josh is limp. This is from um, Trout and Jenny. I've just listened to the episode where Josh stayed in Exeter by himself and dropped an, a bottle of wine on his foot. Yeah. He then said he was filming for something and he was trying not to limp. Yeah. I need to know, what was he filming? Was it, who do you think you it are? It was. <gasps> Can you see the limp? Yes. I Also... She said, as when I was watching it, he appeared to be walking with a limp. And I actually Googled, is Josh Widdicombe disabled? Oh, for God's sake. That's going to help. And thought to myself, SEO. maybe that's why he's on the last leg. No, um, no I'm but, not. Um, but yeah, that was... And do you know what? When I watched it back... It, it's a funny walk. I watched that and I thought, he's got a weird little walk. But do you know what the worst part is, Josh? Oh, no. Because you're a strange little fella, I just thought that's how it was. <laughs> <laughs> that first day when I had to do the walking shots outside the school... Yeah. And you watch it and you're like, all I can remember is the pain. All I can remember is the pain of my foot. What, psychological at the school or just <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, foot? Exactly, of having no friends. <laughs> oh, no, it's hard having no friends when there's only six kids yeah, in the class. Yeah, that is brutal. Friends, actually, brutal. Um, but yeah, no, I watched that and I thought, well, he has got a funny little walk, hasn't he? But I just assume that's how you walked. No, mate. I walked, that's bad, sorry. I walked like floating on air. It's, it's you walk well, you glide. elegance. Yeah, exactly. You strike me as somebody who's quite like, sort of lean and so you could be quite a good athlete, like a runner. No, Can you I'm run? So well? heavy-footed, Rob. Oh, your big like, slappy hobbit feet. When I was uh, going through my period about it's like getting chased ago, by was, an orc. Yeah, exactly. Of being obsessed <laughs> with the Ben Johnson 1988 Seoul Olympics final. I was reading a book yeah, yeah, about of course, it. Yeah, um, your life's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it said in that it was describing like running as an athlete, and you've got to like float over the ground. You've almost it's almost about not touching the ground. Do you know what I mean? Oh. It's like your feet are just kind of kissing the tarmac as you're running if that makes really? sense really and it's that is the opposite that is the of opposite you. i went running the other day and I, it's like you know i'm properly padding down the road yeah, yeah and and then i got a text from my personal trainer who i go to occasionally yeah they say keep the noise down i'm trying to sleep <laughs> they'd driven past and they said lift your feet up <laughs> no way yeah. 
Oh, that's brutal. Couldn't believe it. Lift your feet up. Oh, no. Well, because I, I, I met Dina Asher-Smith. Uh, I think it's Br- Britain's fastest woman ever, wasn't she? Isn't yeah, she? she's great, Dina Asher-Smith. And she was on Jonathan Ross show. And she walked into the room. And you know, like, you know, it's just like, me and you, we are sort of semi-born to be comedians. We look a bit funny. The yeah. way we just sit and the talk, we sound funny. We look at... yeah. And so she just walked in. It was like it was like sort of like a cheetah or a leopard. The way she just walked in, like every part of her body yeah. sort of moved in the right way. Totally. And, and she was like, it, I didn't even know she was in the room. She was just sort of like, it was actually just floated in. Yeah. And like her, her arms and her legs, which all just had these like perfect muscles all in the right place. And I was just like... That's an, that's an athlete. Look at... It's unbelievable, just like athletes' bodies, how perfectly fine-tuned they are. I remember... Free, I, it totally, I filmed a thing for Last Leg where Hilsey had to race against Johnny Peacock, the 100-metre yeah. runner. And Hilsey's like... He's a jock, do you know what I mean? He's a really sporty maybe, guy. Maybe to you. <laughs> but he was a tennis coach, like, before he was a comedian. Oh, Hilsey. Yeah, yeah, again, that's not a jock, a tennis coach, is it? <laughs> just a rich boy with no outgoings. <laughs> It. <laughs> tennis coaches are always like posh rich kids that just still live at mum and dad's massive house in Surrey. <laughs> you know, if they actually started in tennis coaching, yeah, of course you have, you fucking helmet. <laughs> I don't know what it's like in Australia, but uh, yeah, that's well, what my, I've discovered. It's in pretty a... alpha in Australia, the tennis world. Look at. Come on, mate, get your fucking backhand. <laughs> get down the fucking line. Come on, juice. Come on, you drongo. Work on your serve. <laughs> But he's he's it is alpha Australian yeah, tennis actually yeah. that that Nick guy isn't it is it Nick uh, Kir- Nick Kyrgios yeah he's a bit you alpha know, Leighton Hewitt Pat Cash is he Australian he's Australian yeah. isn't he anyway that's yeah, not him right mate Pat Cash Hillsy's quite sporty that's the word I should have used right? sportier than you and Alex yeah and he uh, but the moment you saw him running next to Johnny Peacock he looked like. Like he, he he was flailing. Do you know what I mean? Because Johnny Peacock's yeah. body is like a machine. It's like pistons. Do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, yeah. astonishing. And what this leads us to, Rob. Yeah. Well, it wasn't leading us anywhere, but I'm going to say it. Go Email on. in. Are you shit at running? Send us a video. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrible. I hate I it am so much. at running. Oh, so bad. awful. Send us a video if you or your partner is really really shit at running. And what's the worst things anyone said to you when you've been running? Because yeah. that happened to me. I was trying to do, I was running around my block, just sort of build up a bit of like distance and stamina. And I started off like running half of it and walking the rest. And I built up to like running the whole thing. Then I did two laps and all that. And I was doing it. And one of my neighbours comes like, yeah, we do a running club. And they do amateur to like beginner level for you. And I was like, that's no way to build my... Co- <laughs> Don't you come out here and go, I'm better than you at this. You're shit. But if you come with me... You're a beginner runner, be right. Rob, and you've been doing it 30 years. You've been running, running for 30 years and you're still a beginner. Running. But I run, I'm all right. I'm fairly... I run... I, I just don't... For me, running... I, I don't mind running if there's a reason to run. Yeah. If I'm playing football, I'll run. Bus, run. Physically attacked, run. And all these people that run marathons, right? I'd love to see the ratio of people going for divorces and running marathons. Because do you know what? It's quite easy to run for four hours when you hate your life. Isn't it? When you don't want to go home. I quite like going home, so I don't want to run for three hours. But if your life's shit, I can totally understand why you're running from it. Do you know what? I did start doing a lot of running in lockdown because it was just the time on my own. But maybe I'm just, because I can't run, I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of it. I know there's a lot of people running listening to this. Yeah. Keep going. Keep or, going. You know. but if you share it, video it and send it to us, because I really want to see some people that make me feel better about my running. Yeah, okay. If you're bad at running, send it to Josh. You'll like yeah. to see that. Tag us in on Instagram or something. 
CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF protect skin against damaging UV rays and continuously deliver three essential ceramides to help restore skin's protective barrier so it can lock in moisture. Non-greasy, fragrance-free, and won't clog pores? With CeraVe, skin feels hydrated and looks healthy all day. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF from the number one dermatologist-recommended facial moisturizer brand. I've got an email. I've got an email for you, Rob. Oh, hello. Go on, then. Hi, Josh Stroke Rob. My husband listens to you. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Why are you stroking me? It's a weird, <laughs> weird request. My husband listens to you every morning on the way to work. Ooh. Oh, my God. What was that, your belly? That was a firework. Um, a firework? It's 10.41 in the morning. Oh, my God. Hackney. What is happening, Josh? <laughs> As a dog owner, it's absolutely unacceptable how long firework that goes on for. Okay? It starts about bloody mid-October, goes on to December. We get it. My husband listens to you every morning on the way to work. He kept saying how much I would love your podcast. I'm starting from the beginning. Just listen to the episode with Ellie Taylor, the first one, with the breastfeeding story. <laughs> I also had breastfeeding support. Sadly, no Elmo in sight. Instead, the health visitor... So do you remember Ellie uh, got shown with a yes. Elmo doll? Elmo puppet, yeah. yeah. Instead, the health visitor used my husband on her own boob. Well, hang on, she got her, the the lady who's emailed in got was her husband had to suckle from the instructions. She was dressed, tit. of course, but it was the most traumatic moment of his life. Hearing her say nose to nipple, they smell the milk and open their mouth. He he, he, he had to do that they had on to the person teaching. No, the person teaching. Had to demonstrate with him as the baby. On oh, so he was to be in the baby onto his wife's breast. No, onto the onto the health worker's breast. That's not acceptable. That's 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 a matter for the police. <laughs> even even him on his own wife, uh, there needs to be a level of consent from the wife there yeah. for that, and from the man. But to force the man to put his nose and mouth on the health worker's breasts, that cannot be okay. No. Hearing her say, nose to nipple, they smell the milk and open their mouth, I can picture so clearly, with my husband looking at me, with sheer horror in his eyes, laid on a pillow which she'd put on her lap, his nose touching her ginormous boobs, while she cradled him like a baby. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever... Why has that bloke taken that? This gets better, Rob. If you, th- if you don't think this is already a sitcom moment, to make matters worse, a family friend of ours was renovating our kitchen at the time. The door from the kitchen to the lounge was shut, but he heard everything. Once she left, he came out and said, what the fuck happened in here? (laughs) Needless to say, that was the end of our breastfeeding journey. My husband has no idea I'm sending this, but he never misses an episode. And then she's added, please say hi to Scott from Toowoomba, Australia. I don't know if that is her husband, who's Scott, Scott or if that's just getting a joke. From two Womba Australia. I don't know if she's just getting uh, a I shot. think he's had enough of two Wombas, I think, from that. Uh... <laughs> right there, Scott, mate, get in here. Nose to nipple, mouth open. Let's go. Suckle me dry, boy. Um... Wow. <laughs> God, that is, that, that's not okay. That's against no, the law. No. That's, well, I don't know what it's like in Australia, but it's, oh. I'd say it would be so To be fun. fair, they, do, they, they don't serve pints. It's schooners, so they, this may go. be okay there. Exactly. They're a strange place. It's a strange place, Australia. Um, right, do you want some uh, more Instagrams? Here we go. Da, 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 da. Uh, okay, this is I've got this is a great one. Just want to say thank you for uh, creating this podcast. Started listening in October last year when I found out my partner was preggers. He's now four and a half months old and content 
And this content, sorry, helps massively since he sleeps less than I did at 21 in someone's kitchen. I drove from Loughborough to Sussex last night and the Stephen Mangan episode made me laugh so much I had to pull over due to tears in my eyes. Oh, wow. Thank you. Police pulled up behind me and asked me to explain why I was on the hard shoulder. (laughs) What? And then they said, what seems to be the issue, sir? He He said... This Parent in Hell podcast made me laugh too much and I could no longer drive or be safe for other drivers. Oh, my word. He went, yeah, all right, pal. And he wanted to run some checks, took his details and made him do a breathalyzer. Amazing. Amazing. And um, he blew blew clear, no alcohol in the system, and then he got sent on his way. But he blames us solely for this trauma. That's funny, Nick. I love that, That is amazing. Thank you. Okay, hi guys, this is from Julaba. Hi guys, I just listened to Rob talking about the racket that is the school photos business and that to let you know how my kids' school have taken it even further. This is the cost of all the school photos you have to get and yep. stupid mugs you can get one. This year, my youngest has started reception, joining his older brother in the same school. Finally, I thought I can get the sibling photo and pay it out only once for the grandparent photo bundle. His nursery did photos too, but now I can get one sibling photo at the school they are both at. Um, I even went so far as to prepare my eldest kid by offering him a bribe, um, as he usually refuses to be in photos with his brother. So the bribe was offered. He said yes, sent him off to school, hoping they could do the sibling photo. All sorted. Oh, no. Despite the classes no longer being bubbles, playground mixing is okay, and year six acting as reading buddies to the reception class, we received an email stating they would not be allowing sibling photos because of, you guessed it, COVID. Oh, my word. Come Fuck on now. Come off. on now. They're siblings. They're in the same house. Unbelievable. Dirty bastards. That is unbelievable. Scum. Look at them. That's got to be some sort of like racket with the photographer in the school. Yeah, just say because of COVID. Yeah. Arseholes. Well, I've got a, I, we can't put these on our Instagram because it's a photo of a, uh, of a friend's child. So I'm going to show you what I, my friend, uh, well, it's Pearl's friend. She had her first school photo, right? Yeah. So I'm going to show you what, uh, what she looks like. So you get a feeling for. So we can't, we can't put this up. No, because it's someone's, someone's child. But right, I just okay, want cool. to hear your reaction to the school photo. So this is her with Pearl. She's yeah. in the pink. So that's what she she's looks in the like. pink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, very pretty blonde girl. Yeah. So this is what was returned from the school as her school photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck off! That's that's. I mean, that is. Just take a second photo. It's unacceptably, it's an unacceptably bad photo of that child. Okay, okay right. Let, this is what the look of the child. Okay, this is, this is right, we can't show this because it's your friend and they don't want their child on the internet, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. However, if you have a similar before and after photo, a beautiful photo of your a beautiful photo of your child of what they look like normally, and then what the school took and tried to charge you thirty quid for, yeah. please send them in if you're happy for us to put them on the Instagram yeah. page and we'll put the best ones up because that that I think I'd. You need to go to some sort of court of human rights for that. Because you can't... That's going to psychologically damage the kid if that's her school photo. Because it, it's like gaslighting her. That's, she doesn't look like that. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have a double chin at the age of five. <laughs> no, it's because she's she's gone backwards because she's probably felt a bit awkward yeah. and her chin's gone down. Her teeth will come all out and she's not quite open her eyes. She's done a smile, which a lot of kids do at this stage. Like, you know that episode of Friends where Chandler can't smile in a photo? Yeah, it's, it's our hostage photo. 
Um, right. Oh, okay. We've done ages. Should we do, do small business yeah. shout, and I'll do these ones next, on, on Friday. Oh, and it's a good one on Friday as well, Rob, because it's Paris Fury. Six kids. Yes, six kids. Off Paris the back Fury. of Sophie Ellis Baxter, we're doing eleven kids in two episodes. I eleven guess. kids in two eps. Um, right, yeah, we've got Paris Fury on Friday. Here's my small business shout out, Josh. Yep. Hi, Rob and Josh. I've been an avid listener since day one. I have two kids, Holly eight and Harry thirteen, and your podcast is hilarious. I only wish you made more. I own a small local cleaning business, and your podcast get me through the day scrubbing kitchens. If you could give me a small business shout out, that'd be amazing. I started the business three years ago with just myself, but decided to grow it and since march 2021 i have taken on six part-time employees well oh, done congratulations great. that's amazing i love stories like that going out on your own taking a risk bit paying off we are called shiny and new cleaning services and we are based in bolton we do house clean cleaning office cleaning and pretty much any premises cleaning our website is www.shinyandnewcleaningservices.com thank you so much keep up the good name. work that's, that's what we like long old we website. like a long old website i name. will if I can give you some advice, get an Instagram page up, do before and after, oven cleaning, hob cleaning, toilet cleaning, whatever it is you're cleaning that's dirty. Show it dirty, show it clean so people can see it working because people go, oh, I live in Bolton, I've got a great cleaner. What are they called? Shiny and new cleaning services. This is their Instagram. They'll find you on it and they'll book you through it. So do that. I promise you it will help. Um, Josh. Hello, we are two sisters, Sam and Max, and we created a small business in lockdown making handmade, vegan, non-toxic candles. These candles are insane, Rob. They're so good. Um, In beautiful, unique designs. Uh, We donate a percentage of our profit each month to a charity supporting women. Uh, It is called Beatrice's Bedroom because that was our band name when we were teenagers. That is at, this is on Instagram, uh, Beatrice's, B-E-A-T-R-I-C-E-S underscore bedroom. That's better. Fair enough. And these are superb looking candles. If you like candles, which I'm not going to lie to you, you won't be surprised to know my wife does. She loves a candle. She loves a candle. We will be back on Friday with Paris Fury. It's absolute cracker. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Enjoy it. Bye. (laughs) 